Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Info Blips. My name is John Haynes and I am the host of this podcast. Today's date is March the 6th, 2020. I thank each and every one of you for listening to Info Blips podcast. I am sincerely grateful for Anchor FM for hosting this podcast. Currently, we are on the following formats, Breaker, Radio Public, Spotify, and soon to be on Apple One. Okay, so some of you may be new to the podcast. Um, I discuss verifiable, factual information. If I'm going to give a commentary or my opinion, I will let you know beforehand that this is my opinion. So it doesn't get mixed up like it does in the main media when they say that they're going to give you news. They don't give you news most of the time. It's just commentary and the person's opinion. And actually, I believe if you tune in or if you listen to a podcast for information, you should hear the information, not the person's opinion about the information. So let's dig into today's topic. Um, I know I was supposed to discuss voting again. However, there have been some significant changes in the COVID-19 situation or pandemic, which is now called a pandemic. Um, And I would like to give this information. It's very important that we receive factual, verifiable information because as I said, Our government is not issuing that. They are issuing false information or to coin a phrase from Donald Trump, fake news. Donald Trump's area of expertise is not having to manage an outbreak or pandemic. Donald Trump's area of expertise is defaulting on loans that he gets from Deutsche Bank to build huge buildings. Okay, the reason why I'm going to do this podcast on the coronavirus or COVID-19 is because we have been having serious breaking news today. Right now, the 21 people on the Grand Prince cruise ship that was off the coast of California, San Francisco, has tested positive for the coronavirus. And also, the South by Southwest annual tech, film, and music concert or conference that's usually held in Austin, Texas at this time has been officially canceled. The cancellation is due to fears of the coronavirus or COVID-19. It's really important that we understand when we say coronavirus, they're going to start calling it COVID-19. And basically the way the scientists will say it is that the coronavirus causes a sickness called COVID-19. So if you've been listening to the podcast, from the beginning, um, I said that this was a pandemic and that it was much worse than what our government is telling us. Okay, so let's get into the current number, the current breakdown. Um, as of today, or as of right now, because this changes hourly, there have been 95,265 reported cases of COVID-19 globally with 3,300 deaths. In the past 24 hours, China reported 143 cases. Most cases continue to be from the Hebe province and eight provinces have not reported any cases whatsoever. Outside of China, 2,055 cases were reported in 33 countries. Around 80% of those are coming from three countries. The WHO had a conference today, and one of the things he said is very important, and it's very interesting, and I quote him. He says, we are concerned that in some countries, the level of political comment and the actions that demonstrate that commitment do not match the level of threat we all face. Now guess who he's talking about? Because Donald Trump is the only one that made a comment about the coronavirus. 
this is serious, guys. Anytime the world stage is telling us that our government is not taking this seriously enough, that's a problem. That's a serious problem. The director of uh, the WHO went on to say, this is not a drill. This is not the time to give up. This is not the time for excuses. This is the time for pulling out all the stops. Countries have been planning scenarios like this for decades. Now is the time to act upon those plans. Though those are plans that start with leadership from the top, coordinating every part of government, not just the health ministry, security, diplomacy, finance, commerce, transportation, trade, information, and more. The whole government should be involved." End quote. The concern is, I am not sure if the United States under Donald Trump even has a plan. He's been so busy attempting to dismantle everything that President Obama did to erase him from history. I think he hasn't even considered that this is serious. Matter of fact, he's been saying, it's okay, it's not that serious, it's gonna magically go away one day. This is the leader of our country. This is insane. As I've said before, um, this is not a time to panic. It's never a time to panic, but it's time to be prepared. Again, you cannot depend on the United States government for information or being prepared. So go to the CDC website, listen to InfoBlips. I will give you verifiable factual information on COVID-19. Okay, so let's get back to some of the breaking news. Today I was listening to a conversation that Dr. Vin Gupta was having on CBS. And he made a statement that was shocking, not only to me, but you can tell the guests and the other doctors around the table were shocked also. Dr. Gupta stated that he was not sure that the test that the CDC issued would work in the field. The other doctors around the table were shocked also. And they looked at him and he said, well, we hope they are, but we're not sure. Now, we're not talking about the test where they botched it and they messed up the, the, the controls. We're talking about the new tests that were just issued. This is staggering, it's mind blowing. The fact that I believe we have only tested 500 people and you look at places like, I believe, Korea, where they have drive-through testing, and they have tested and tested thousands of people per day. Honestly, that's just unacceptable. It is totally unacceptable. Other news, the Florida, state of Florida is asking, they're begging for additional tests. But the CDC doesn't have them, so they're not testing the people that they believe have the COVID-19 virus. And in San Antonio, a patient was let out early. They believed that the person uh, tested negative, but they weren't conclusive. When the conclusive test came back, because they had to mail them into the CDC, it was positive. That person had left, went to a mall, went, flew across the country, and stayed at a hotel. Now let's move on to New York. In New York, COVID-19 cases have surged to 33 with dozens under mandatory quarantine. Now, all of those cases are in Westchester, well, 11 of those cases are in Westchester County where an attorney tested positive. He worked in Manhattan. He went home via Central Station, went to his home and felt so sick that his neighbor drove him to the hospital. 
He was tested positive for COVID-19. They tested his family. They were tested positive for COVID-19. They tested the man who drove him there. He he was tested positive for COVID-19. His family was tested for COVID-19 positive. And the school that they went to, was they had to close it down and now they're deep cleaning it. See, once again, we find where they're saying that it's only the droplets and that it's uh, not airborne. I'm not trying to frighten people, but like I said, I have to give verifiable information, verifiable, factual information, because you need to know what you're dealing with. We do not know how this virus started. We do not know where this virus came from. We do not know how this virus is being transmitted. We do not know a lot about this virus. It's also mutating and we have no idea what it could, it's a new virus. They have no idea what this virus is gonna do. On the financial front, 40 vessels that usually sail into the harbor of LA or Los Angeles Harbor, which is one of the busiest harbors for manufactured goods coming from China, has been canceled. Manufacturing in China has dropped to 40% of its normal operations. Now this is serious because a lot of our food, a lot of our medicine, a lot of all of our toys and stuff come from China. And if China is at 40%, that means that there's gonna be some type of shortage. Most companies are working really lean. That basically means that they don't order until they need it. They fell into this Six Sigma lean program that was uh, used at Toyota. And most of the upper executives now think that that's the way to run their business. However, in this atmosphere, if you're running lean like that, that means you're gonna have some type of shortage. Market analysts said that if this keeps up, there's gonna be billions of dollars of impact on our financial market and our production. Continuing in finances, our markets are going up and down. They're going haywire, actually. Like I said yesterday, my friends were saying, uh, it's, it's, they ebb and flow, they're gonna ebb and flow. That means they'll go up one day, down the next, up one day, down the next. When market analysts were asked whether or not uh, we were going to go into a recession before COVID-19, they said absolutely not. Now they're saying it's a 50-50 chance. So let's move to the area that I am familiar with, extremely familiar with, and that's healthcare. The United States of America has 45,000 beds at any time. Now, of course, some of those beds are being occupied. If this virus holds true to form, we have anything like um, Italy, we're gonna run out of beds. The state of Washington bought a hotel and they're transforming those beds into holding rooms for patients. It's a very good idea because they're not waiting on the federal government because they haven't even got the test kits out yet. And I find it very interesting that we have not paid more attention or keyed in on healthcare personnel. Healthcare personnel are working at these hospitals and clinics under a lean program type of system. See the men and women in the C-suites, which usually haven't never worked inside of a hospital or clinic, seems to believe that hospitals and clinics can work efficiently like manufacturing lines do. That is incorrect. I have worked at seven of these hospitals and clinics and every one of them that has that lean program have stressed individuals working for them. Now let's look at the doctors, the MAs, and the nurses. The MAs make about as much as the people at Jack in the Box or McDonald's. 
The nurses, if you're a registered nurse, makes a little bit more. The doctors, of course, make a little bit more. However, they're working in a lean type system. That means that there's no redundancy, that if they call off sick, someone has to work overtime, and they're working 13 hour days, sometimes with no days off. So, so let's put this into context. The person that is taking, drawing your blood, taking it to the laboratory, preparing it to be sent to the CDC, is making the same amount of money as the person who makes your fries. The nurses are running between three, four, and 10 patients, depending on the size of the hospital or the clinic. The doctor is running between five and six patients, and they give them at a clinic 15 minutes. That's all you get with a patient. And that's from beginning to end. That means when you're called back, they have 15 minutes to get you out. Again, this is factual because I've gone through it. I have managed these programs. It was one of the main things that I hated about that position. You don't treat people that way, but that's the system in America right now. The healthcare system in America is totally broken and most people don't even understand how broken it is. And not only that, it's flu season right now. So how does a doctor differentiate between the flu and COVID-19? We do not have what they call POC or point of care testing. That won't come out for the next probably a year. The CDC changed their requirements so doctors, if they feel that this is more than just a cold, can have them tested if they have the test kits and send it to the CDC. Now the problem with that is it's gonna take a couple of days at best. So meanwhile, what does a person do? See, that's what they call voluntary quarantine. That means you have not been tested positive, so they voluntarily ask you to go home and stay at home and not go to crowded places. Wash your hands with soap and water. So as I brought up in the other one, well, two podcasts ago, if you don't have sick leave, how do you get paid? How are you going to pay your bills if you have to be off for 14 days. And not only that, is your insurance company gonna pay for the test that you just took? And what if you don't have insurance? See, the Trump administration now is saying that they're going to look for money or take money from another program to try to cover the people who do not have health care. But again, isn't that socialism? Actually, I'm being facetious. No, it's not. It's being intelligent. Again, I'm not Democrat or Republican, but I will tell you, because I have firsthand experience, that our healthcare system is severely broken. And unfortunately, this particular strain of virus is going to exploit that weakness. Once again, I'm not attempting to frighten you or anyone else. I want to give you, I am giving you verifiable, factual information. We have another breaking news. Las Vegas now has two cases. One of them is from the Reno area, and they have 200 people in voluntary quarantine right now. Once again, voluntary quarantine means they have not been tested positive or they've been tested and their test hasn't come back yet, so they're asking them to voluntarily quarantine themselves. There are several companies in the Las Vegas area, and I live in Las Vegas, I have a house in Las Vegas, but that's not where I live. <laughs> My daughter lives there. But anyway, um, I do know of several companies that are there that their 
people and their, their workforce is working from home. They tested their servers the other day and they're gonna be working from home. Now see, that's the intelligent thing to do, but what if you can't work from home? What if you work maintenance? What if you work in a fast food place and you can't work from home and you don't have sick leave? Again, this virus is going to exploit the corrupt corporate system that we actually have in this country. Now I'd like you to consider something. We have two men running for the Democratic nomination for president. Both of those men are in the at-risk group. Both of those men have rallies and they see a lot of people. We have a president that is in the at-risk group. As we see what's happening in Iran, it does not discriminate. COVID-19 does not discriminate. However, young children seem to fare a lot better with this virus than older people, people over the age of 50. And especially they have underlying conditions. The CDC has come out with an official cleaning list, or the WHO also has an official cleaning list, but it's just common sense. Lysol, bleach, spray Lysol around your home and uh, use bleach to clean your bathrooms, a mixture of bleach and water. If you go to the CDC or the WHO website, you can get all the information you need. I'll attempt to post some tomorrow. Also, I tried to find hand sanitizer today and it is totally impossible uh, no one has it, but you can make your own. You have to have 99% alcohol, aloe vera oil, and a little essence drops. If you Google it, it'll explain to you exactly how to make it. I ordered some gloves the other day from my family on Amazon. They do still have them. They're in stock. They do not have masks. Now, let me explain to you about masks. You may read that masks will not help you. That is not 100% factual. Surgical masks, the kind that have the folds in them, those will not help you. Those masks are meant for people that are operating on people so your germs don't get into them. But particulates will pass through those masks and get into you. The mask that will help you is called an N95, N as in Nora, 95 mask. Those masks keep 99% of particulates out of your lungs. You have to also remember your eyes are also an entry point. So goggles or glasses will help you. During my time in healthcare, I worked in the infectious control committee and I learned a lot about disinfecting your house or your office. If you work in a busy office, you want to wipe down your counters at least every hour with an alcohol-based cleanser. And I can't emphasize enough, and I know you probably heard this, and you're probably tired of hearing it, wash your hands. Wash your hands with hot water and soap. Sing your ABCs, and when you finish, you can rinse your hand. Wash your entire hands all the way up to your elbows, the same way that surgeons do, and, let, and then drip them down into the sink. Use a clean paper towel to dry them. I know all this sounds kind of concerning or scary, but we can get through this. We will get through this. We just have to be cautious. We have to make sure that we're aware of our surroundings. Oh, and do not shake hands with people. Don't fist bump with them. Do the elbow thing. Or I've heard like, I lived in Hawaii for a long time. Everybody's doing the shaka or the live long and prosper sign the one that Leonard Nimoy or Dr. Spock did 
on Star Trek. Okay, well, that's about it that I have for today. If we have breaking news, I will put another podcast up. I pray and wish you all very well. Please take care of yourselves and take care of each other. I sincerely thank each and every one of you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Again, please take the time to rate the podcast. Also, you may contact me at infoblips at activist.com. That's infoblips at activist.com. Thank you very much for listening. And as I always say, go out and make it a great life. <laughs>